So Acts chapter 1, we're going to be beginning our reading in verse 8. I find it's it's intriguing because these are the last words of our Lord before he ascended into heaven. And as I have just kind of meditated on this paragraph, there's just so much here. And I really think it applies to even these days of our prayer meetings, but also these two days of intense um, prayer that we're doing. And um, so... Acts chapter 1 and verse 8 says, But ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. So I would assume you do similar to the things that I do. Sometimes I'll take familiar texts and I try to look at them in unfamiliar ways. I'll try to just turn them upside down and do word studies and look between the lines and try to put myself in the sandals of the early church and, and the disciples here. And and uh, what must they have been thinking uh, during this time? So Jesus here is telling them that my leaving and the Holy Spirit, which they didn't know was going to happen yet by the way, but my leaving and the Holy Spirit coming is going to cause the gospel to spread. Um, and it's going to spread with a uniqueness. It's going to spread with power. Um, power like you have never seen before. Now, just just put your, I mean, we, we look at this backwards and we know what happened through the book of Acts and on into the, the rest of the New Testament. But think of these early believers that are fresh off the crucifixion, burial, resurrection of Jesus. This is all fresh to them. And um, so I'm leaving, and there's going to be a power come through the person of the Holy Spirit like you have never seen before. In fact, this power is gonna is gonna be the wind in your sails, if you will. Um, um, and you're gonna be witnesses. <laughs> it's not be witnesses. It's you're going to be witnesses. Um, you will be telling people about me. That's what witnesses do. If you put somebody in a court as a witness, they're telling what they've seen. They're telling what they, are, they have observed. They're telling what they know, telling what's happened to them. So you, not me, you will be telling about me. You'll be telling about my life. You'll be telling about my sacrifice. You'll be telling about my resurrection. You'll be telling, they didn't know this yet, but you'll be telling about my ascension. And then look at this next, these next few words. The scripture says, and when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, wow, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. In other words, they were they were seeing him become distant and hard to look at, hard to see. Um I just looked at this and I wrote off the, <laughs> the margin. This just is simply incredible. 
Um, this is awe. This is amazement on the part of these disciples. Um, verse 10. And while they looked steadfastly, I don't know if you've ever looked at something steadfastly. I mean, this is like straining to see something that's really hard to see. In fact, I have that word written in here, straining. Um, they were looking, they looked steadfastly toward heaven. I believe at this point, doesn't matter what I believe. It appears that at this point, this is a, a transformation moment in the lives of the disciples. Even, I wonder if this could have stuck in the back of their heads forever. This seeing Jesus ascend into heaven. In other words, we've never seen this before. We are part of something that is so big, so much bigger than we are, so much bigger than anything we've seen, even the miracles that we've seen. This is bigger than that. And we're part of it. We're part of something that is huge in our culture. And as they looked steadfastly, as it, and while they looked steadfastly toward heaven, as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing, <laughs> straining up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as you have seen him go up go into heaven. In other words, this is not over. This story is yet to be finished. There's yet a conclusion to the story. And, uh, and I just, I just had to park on this. I was, I was in New York city last week. I was in uh, kind of a dormitory facility room at Manor church. And I'm just sitting there at a table looking out into the city and thinking, I can see the city. But we're a part of so, something so much bigger than what we can see. We're a part of that which is not finished writing. I mean, some people, they just, they can't, they don't look above anything visible. And um, I just have to, have to, I just wonder if there was such a, in these early disciples' minds, if there was such a, a new seriousness in their minds as a result of the ascension, something that resulted in them turning the world upside down with their fresh view of the common. I mean, they're just ordinary people, and yet God has stirred their heart with this miraculous truth of the sovereignty and supremacy of Jesus. And um, there had to have been, I almost call this a, a, a revival-esque type of, I mean, they were, they were being lifted out of the common to the supernatural and realizing we're part of the supernatural work of God, of Christ. Um, and it's evident. I mean, look at the, in Acts chapter, uh, look at verse 12. Uh, then they returned to Jerusalem. <laughs> I bet they did. Now just think of this. I wonder, I don't, I don't know. We don't know. You know, maybe if we were walking down the road, I wonder if we, we'd be, be tempted to, you know, maybe joke or I don't know. But I, I don't know that there's any joking going on. This is such a serious group. Then they returned to Jerusalem th from the Mount called Olivet. I mean, after seeing Jesus 
rise, which is near Jerusalem, a Sabbath day's journey away. And when they had entered, and I'm thinking, as they're walking through the streets of Jerusalem, are they thinking the last time we were here, Jesus was with us, and now he's not? I just have to believe there's a soberness to their walking in familiar territory, but with a different perspective. And I'm wondering, can we do that? Can we walk through familiar territory, but with a different perspective, perspective, having been with Jesus, even having been on this prayer call, to where we we look at things differently? I think that is a part of what goes on in our heart regarding revival. And we're even praying for that in our churches. Would people look at life differently because of the difference Jesus makes? So um, they went up. They went up to the upper room. So even maybe climbing the steps. The last time we were here, we were with Jesus. Now we're not. And they're in that room, the last place they had been with Jesus. And I'm wondering, we don't know this, but I'm wondering if they're there to pray. We can't talk physically to Jesus anymore. We're going to talk to him in prayer. We're missing him so much. We're going to come right back to the place we left him and we're going we're gonna to talk to him, which is just such intimate fellowship. Um, verse 14, all these with one accord. Wow, united prayer, okay? All these with one accord. They were gripped with one passion. I think that's the goal of these of our prayer meetings. And specifically, even these two days of, of consecrated, we are gripped with one passion, revival and gospel advance. All these with one accord, were devoting themselves to prayer. Think of the word straining, okay? Like they were looking up into heaven. They were straining themselves to prayer together with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus and his brothers. I mean, we don't know all that they were praying for, but probably praying for what's next. Maybe praying for what does all this mean? Prayer, prayer. But, but we're part of something really big and we want to make a big difference. So uh, I heard somebody say last week, the Bible is unfamiliar with casual prayer. The Bible is unfamiliar with casual prayer. And may even today we take this text and realize that um, we can have a fresh view of common things as God ministers to our hearts. Let's remember that we're part of something very big, and we want others to be a part of the same in revival and awakening.